We just got some updates on, it says here, thank you so much for your willingness to get the needs of the firefighters out uh, to the Cape community. They're running out of the following. So we're needing the following. Listen to this. Um, this is the latest from the front lines. Strepsils. So if anybody's got strepsils or if anybody knows someone who um, can get loads and loads of strepsils, get those out there. Burn shield, very important for obvious reasons. Plasters, they are obviously going to get nicks and stuff while they're in the field. Eye drops, always needed. Um, and then, then we're also needing light meals for lunchtime. Pizzas, wraps, burgers. Three days in and peanut butter sandwiches are not as exciting. <laughs> I'm probably the only person who could eat peanut butter sandwich each and every day. But anyway, not sure about Brandon Golding, do you like uh, peanut butter sandwiches? Uh, you know, I've been staring at peanut butter sandwiches at, at the Roland Street Fire Station for a while. <laughs> so maybe not so much. <laughs> no. <laughs> if, I can, if I can pass the comments on those meals, guys... Cape Town rocks, guys. You absolutely rock. Rock yeah. stars, all of you. Meals have been coming in. We've done lots of great stuff. But we do ask that people actually send through um, individually packaged meals. Yeah. Um, while a pot of curry is nice, trying to take it up to a fire line <laughs> is a little bit difficult. <laughs> just, just, just a touch. <laughs> just a touch. Um, we... we we do feed them at the station when they're back, but it's logistics. The fire station is a functional fire station. doesn't quite have a nice fancy dining room mm. with, uh, with now listen, the silverware. Um, people make the curries, and there's some. And, yeah. and if you're going to make a curry anywhere, Cape Town's better than Durban curry. So, yeah, but, I mean, put it in a wrap, for example, like a, a rooty wrap. Um, yeah. And, and, and then, then, you know, while they're out there, they can unwrap it and, and, and sink their teeth into it. Pizzas are great as well, obviously. Um, you can slice and dice yeah. them and share them around as well. Uh, but what is the latest, Brendan? Let's take a more high-level view on all fronts. Um, as far as you're concerned, what is the latest on the ground at the moment? Okay, so we had a couple of st stressful days and major lack of sleep my side. Yeah. Um, we, we still had burns overnight um, from the Cape Town side or from the um, CBD side. Uh, the Devil's Peak saddle burnt down the 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 gap there there was a long burn on the Tartleberg Road. I, I sat watching that for quite a while. There was a burn above Deer Park. Um, firefighters did help out there. There was a house which had a little bit of issues. People, your gutters as fire seasons, please clean them. It takes one spark. Yeah. Um, but I woke up to the beautiful sound of firefighting helicopters in the morning. Mm. Um, you may well hear in the background, I'm watching them now, they're offline over. Yes. Um, it was the best sound that I could hear because yesterday, obviously, we had problems. It, it was really windy and they couldn't fly. Our teams worked really hard just to contain. We had people who had to move out of their homes and out of their blocks of flats for the day for safety purposes. But thankfully, from the CBD side, they were all back. I believe there was a residence on the Newton side, which burnt, but thankfully all the people are safe. Okay. So while we've lost a little bit of property, we haven't lost any lives. Important. Our firefighters are slightly battered. There's a, you know, there's the scrape, there's the nick, there's the, there's the burn. Mm. Uh, but the unscathed, we'd also like to thank those firefighters from neighboring areas. Um, uh, we had uh, we had firefighting teams from, I believe, Stellenbosch and Winelands, 
helping us. I believe they're also working on fire guys from Marmory and somewhere up, up there who helped us. So it really is a team effort, all mm. the firefighting efforts. I spoke to somebody earlier who drove all the way from the Strand with his skid unit, which yeah. is a small little hose thing. He got here from the Strand. We were grateful. And then we sent him straight back because there was a fire in the Strand. And he smiled and he drove straight back. And uh, these people have been great. Captain, mm. when we have a common purpose to a common problem, what I've seen in the past few days, Lindsay Fire Station, yeah. hundreds of people across the color spectrum, across the faith spectrum, across all age groups. Mm. I've, I've met CEOs of, of, large corp, of, of large companies, and then I've met a granny bringing us an energy bar. And we treated them all equally. We're so grateful. You have, you have helped our firefighters and all the fancy stuff like the curries, which we obviously weren't able to always take up to the fire line. Yeah. All, those, all those UCT students, the students are always hungry, whether they have food or not. Yeah. We have fed them too where we could. Yeah. So as, as a team effort, uh, as I said, Cape Town, you guys absolutely, absolutely I just think wrong. it's wonderful. That really, it mm-hmm. is so phenomenal. Um, you know, looking at how Cape Town comes together. It's not the first yeah, fire yeah. we've had. It's not the first disaster yeah. we've had. And it's, it's, it's a recurring theme, isn't it? The fact that people come together and assist. Yeah. But, but, the other, but by the way, for those just tuned in, uh, Councillor for Ward 77 is Brandon Golding. You know, the, the, the elephant in the room, though, yeah. is, and one just looks at the latest today, is what? Yeah, um, a, a story on Media 24, um, you know, the city of Cape Town could potentially dismiss 525 firefighters mm-hmm. following mm-hmm. an unlawful yep. strike. Um, yep. You know, it, it, it leaves a slightly bitter taste in one's mouth because these yep. are the people who put their lives at risk. Yep. And yep. obviously they're wanting better conditions, etc. And I, I just wish that there could be a more amicable um, mm-hmm. you know, relationship between the city and its firefighters who we all yep. rely on uh, to yep. save not just property but our own lives as well yeah 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 so so just just read that article it said mm. could potentially could yes no, absolutely that's yeah. what i'm saying could potentially it's it's it, it it seems to be something stuck in the trade union space it's mm. a dispute um the firefighters or the group back then and this was 2019 2019's when they went on the strike exactly yeah we're requesting to work an eight hour shift versus a 24 hour shift now, the folks who are currently, okay, it's past nine, so they would have changed shift at nine o'clock. Mm. But for the previous two days, those folks have come in on a 24-hour shift. Absolutely. In the past 48 hours, I've, I, I, I've got a grand total of about just over five and a half hours. Wow. Um, if I look at it, you couldn't practically do a shift change after eight hours. I've got to be honest with you. I've watched this now. I've watched them work. Mm. And... It was a dispute. It was a labor issue. It's, a, it's an internal process, mm. which will obviously go through arbitration. Mm. Yes. Um, so what somebody's done is they said it could potentially, if there was a disagreement at the end and everybody fought, this is a labor issue. The firefighters who I have seen come and go, both men and women, yes. you'd be surprised the number of female firefighters. Yeah, that's why. Um, the... Uh, uh, who was heading up the control mm. for this incident for the past few days. This woman, firefighter, our most senior one, 
in this space. And the guys on the front line just get down and do their work. And the outpouring of love I've seen from the residents of Cape Town for that, you know, it, 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 it just makes us feel great. I sat back last night having a heart-to-heart um, with our volunteer staff who are spectacular and, and the fire chief there, just saying, mm. how do we work with our people? Mm. So to, at this point, draw out something, which is an ongoing labor dispute two mm. years later, which, which will probably go to arbitration and, and, yeah. and yeah. to to twist it at this time when I'm mm. seeing something of beauty, mm. I think is a bit disingenuous. So, mm. um, you know, guys, these are valuable resources. A, yeah. a, fully, a fully trained, experienced firefighter. I don't think, listen, I mean, where I will yeah. disagree with you, I don't think it's disingenuous at all. Um, you know, the fact that they're out there is just absolutely yeah. phenomenal, despite yeah. the challenges yeah. that they have, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, I, I think I think it's good that, that, that Media24 actually wrote this piece. Um, yeah. I think it's important for us to look at that because, yeah. we, 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 you know, our main focus is the fact that we come together and we put this fire yeah. out. And yeah. I think that that is the big, big story out there. But yeah. I think yeah. one of the lessons that, that we continuously learn is that we need these people to yeah. – these men and women – who put their lives at risk, and we need yeah. them to to be comfortable in the space they operate in. Yeah. Because some of them yeah. don't return, in some instances, to their families, and and that yeah. that I think is is an important, you know, to call the media disingenuous because they raise the issue. I think is disingenuous in and of itself, because it I is it, it is a pending issue which has still not been resolved. Uh, Kira, when I said it, it's this genius, it's not the fact that, that the matter was raised. Mm. The media should raise issues. Mm. I, I think how it is framed sure. to in effect indicate that a prospective possible outcome, which is the worst case, sure, sure. is the outcome. Mm. And, 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 and it's about how it's framed. Yeah. Yes, if, if things went completely pear-shaped, Mm. And there was a labor dispute. And after many years, multiple issues, sure. the city had no other option. And, and, and these are valuable resources. Mm. We, we value these people mm. who we train really hard and spend a lot of your ratepayers' money training. Yep. Um, their, their levels of expectation, you cannot just drive a fire truck. Oh, absolutely. No. That's and a special so type of person. Been, <laughs> no, but until you've been, they will not let you drive it. Mm. You know, your, 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 your average fire tender is, is, is a good few million rands worth of specialist equipment. Yes. So the fire chiefs won't let you do it. Mm. I've seen them do stuff in these past few days, and I went like, okay, ooh, ooh. Best, 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 I personally tread carefully, you know, mm. just in case I get a, a, a light bollocking. Yeah. Um, they take it very seriously, mm. and we take them seriously. Yep. So in no way does the city want to lose a valuable resource. Absolutely. It's an internal labor matter, which, is, which has been dealt with over multiple years. Mm. So for, for, for the listeners and the residents, we're, we're not firing 500 valuable key stakeholders in the mm. fire service and the city of Cape Town. It's an internal process. Which which the labor unions are dealing with, and and they speak for their members and possibly sure. their members need to speak up as well. Mm. That being said, I don't think that when you sign up for the fire service, you, you also know what you're signing up for. Absolutely, it, it isn't you drive to work in the traffic, and and there is traffic because the Arsenal roads closed at at eight in the morning and head back at five. Mm. It's not that type of job. 
and and people have known this getting into it, and a lot of them love it. Sure. And and the type of system that they work to is global best practice. And if anybody thinks there are there are other mechanisms for it, I mean, I'm 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 sure we're all ears, sure. but. That's a negotiated settlement, which will ultimately happen anyway. between the city of Cape Town yeah. and, and, and the unions. But outside of that, while this is happening, guys, thank you very much. Yeah. The one thing missing, which you didn't mention, mm. was deep. When you're climbing mountains and yeah. dragging fire hoses for hours, yeah. uh, we had volunteers who were massaging firefighters. So Brilliant. ladies, or, or actually men as well, yeah. um, there are prospectively firefighters who at some point would appreciate some personal attention. Please volunteer at your nearest fire station. Love it. Absolutely love it. Some people yeah. are saying a lot of our listeners still want to help. I mean, in the true spirit of Cape Town, right, yeah. uh, Brendan? Yeah. But um, they're saying can they still go to the fire departments to uh, drop things off? Is that going to cause a bit of a, a blockage? Or what, what is your advice on that? No, yes, you can. What we've done is we've, stru- we've structured we've structured Lundsman Fire Station what is in effect the drop and go so people can drive in yeah. our volunteers are there they'll take the packed food freeze packed food um any other of the medical resources as you indicated yeah. we seem to be relatively fine with liquids we've got tons of water but the guys do like some fruit juices it's just a bit of a different change while they're up there and and here was an interesting one which speaks to this shift we got a question guys are there any are there any toothbrushes and toothpastes? Now, the guys based in Cape Town, Woodland Street, obviously brought their local gear there. But the people have come from, but the people have come from Marmory, or the guys who've come through from Gordon's Bay, may not have packed a toothbrush and toothpaste. Mm. Think about being on that fire line for prospectively a six-hour session party to coming down, and after 24 hours coming off that mountain. You want to wash your face, you want to wash your hands. And to feel clean, you want to brush your teeth. So this is just all of these things which we've, which we're picking up on, um, and and it it does help us for mm-hmm. forward plan. So it's just not the thing I'm putting on my checklist saying we should try to stockpile this. Um, I think, based on a conversation with some young, excited volunteers yesterday, mm-hmm. I'm hopefully going to have a sense of, if not the fire service, mm-hmm. of the Street Fire Station. Yeah. So that we're able to have volunteers on standby yes. who know what they're doing, who want to help them on a regular basis. So when we have an activation with maybe a smaller fire or something large, we don't have the chaos of day one, which was beautiful in itself. Mm-hmm. But we have these volunteer people who want to go and help them. And please, people, when the fires aren't on, you're more than welcome to go visit the, the, the fire station, say, hi, I've gone there dropping cupcakes at random times they'll show your kids the fire engine and if they aren't busy they'll take them for a ride they are part of you and you are part of them uh as the resident of the city of Cape Town, we thank you for your pride in this service they work for all of us and they are welcoming please don't do it while the fire is on it's a bit difficult they can't take yeah. you for a ride then but please do we we, we welcome you to meet them and, and show them that you're okay. proud of it. It is, it is so cool. Absolutely cool.
You're listening to Councillor Brandon Golding there, Ward 77. Um, you've been very good at communicating, by the way. So um, oh. well done on that. Um, and yeah, it's great. And you know, yeah, some, sometimes we are chachrach as the media, but we, 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 know, we, know, we know that politicians are answerable to us because your salaries get paid by us. So we have to give you gas and we'll continue doing so. Happy <laughs> <laughs> Have a lekker one, Brandon. Great having you on the show. Thanks, kiddo. Cheers, Bye-bye. Brandon Golding there, Ward 77, Councillor. Let's go to Marley. Now, Marley is the Digital Marketing Manager for Campus now, thank you very much for reaching out to us, by the way. Morning, Kino. Just tell us a little bit about Campus Key. Uh, uh, okay, hold on. Your line's terrible, Marla. You're going to have to possibly do a cha-cha to the left for me. Okay, let me see if it's better. Here we go. Now I can hear you. Okay, so we're private student accommodation all across South Africa, all inclusive. Mm. Um, and we've got two buildings in Cape Town itself, one in Rosebank and one in Observatory. And so yesterday afternoon, I was driving and I heard the interview with the vice chancellor of UCT saying the students of Fuller and Smart would not be able to return anytime soon. Mm. And so this morning in our EXCO meeting, um, we talked about it and we have a couple of spots left in those buildings and we wanted to reach out and see how we could help. Okay, perfect. So what we'll do is we'll give your details to the authorities and get them to reach out to you. Yes, please. That would be great. It would be interesting to talk more about what Campus Key does. It looks like I've just been on the website. It looks like it looks lacquer, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we'll, we can always chat about that at a later stage. But, Madeleine, thank you very much for your time, the Digital Marketing Manager for Campus Key. Now, the SA Weather Services, Hen, uh, his name is Henning Grobelaar. Hello, Henning. How are you doing? Very, very well, you guys. Very good. I'm just figuring out what the weather's going to look like over the next day or two and um, whether the wind is going to be behaving, really. Yeah, well, uh, quite a change in the weather conditions from since yesterday into today. With today, it seems like fine weather conditions persisting. Uh, the wind has calmed down totally with almost no wind outside. At the airport, we're doing southerly wind like 5 to 10 knots. That's about 10 to 15 kilometers an hour, not even that much. Uh, but all over town, it seems like the wind has calmed down. So it seems like a fairly windless day into today. Then into tomorrow, it seems like we persist with this fairly good weather. The wind might be slightly stronger from the south easily, but still fine weather conditions expect tomorrow. And I don't foresee any problems weather-wise towards all the fires going around. So I think they need to use the time for today to, get, to, to kill that fires and get it over and done with. Now, you know, a quick question I have. You know, some people are saying that, that fires, especially these intense fires, cause their own weather systems. Right. Sure. How does that yeah. work? How, how does that work? Is it because the, the because it's so heat, the hot air rises, and then the cold air obviously rushes in and helps fuel the flames? I mean, do you have an understanding on how that works? Yeah, I think it's very micro micro scale of uh, uh, forecasting, and it's it's correct. It's due to all the heat that goes around, and then you get a little bit more turbulence, and then there's always the smoke that also plays a little bit of a role, and then you've got cool air that tries to invade. So it's a lot of small factors playing around. That's why it's always so difficult for helicopters to fly around. But it's generally not going to change the whole weather. It's just very, very just localized. Just that microcosm of where, obviously, where the fire is, is burning intensely, right, obviously. Yeah. Yes, yes. And this weekend? This coming weekend, well, do we, can we look that far ahead? Because my app won't. Well, yes, that's your app, but uh, in my crystal ball for this coming weekend, it seems like we're in for, for uh, another uh, good weekend ahead of us. It seems like the temperatures will stay on the coolie side, will come, uh, cool down quite a bit. 
uh, with temperatures, I would say, into the mid-20s. There is a week of front that you want to brush in by Sunday morning or during the course of the day, but... Uh, with our experience, it seems like these cold fronts just dissipate as time comes closer, as we approach day zero. So I don't think we're going to get something. If that cold front is going to do something, it will probably be into Monday morning. But uh, generally, then I think we're going to have an awesome weekend ahead of us. Not that warm, not that cold, and um, doesn't seem like any rain for the weekend. Love it. Well, Henning Grobla, thank you very much for your time today. Uh, Henning is with the SA Weather Service.